Hey y'all, welcome to Chatting with Coach Amy, an encouraging podcast for your journey. Hey y'all, welcome back to Chatting with Coach Amy. Today is a very special podcast. I'm going to be the one interviewed. (laughs) So I have um, five precious group clients. Have any of y'all done one-on-one? Teresa has done one-on-one. Oh my gosh, this is so great. And I have met in person everyone but Bonnie. Now this I'm is so now. neat. You just love so far. Oh, I have not met Amy. I swear, I told you, I feel like I have though. I told her that when we went to the beach. Sorry, Andy. That That's wasn't okay. on purpose. Um, I told her, I was like, I keep waiting for you to walk through the door. Like, I don't know why you're not here. <laughs> okay. So Bonnie has been coaching with me without stopping since August of 2020. Um, Liz, February, 2021, Andy and Brittany, April, 2021, and Teresa, July, 2021. That is incredible. I was telling Wes about this and he's like, really? And I said, yeah. He said, wow, they really love you. I was like, (laughs) they do. I do. I said, and babe, you win because you've had me for 22 years. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Okay. So who wants to go first? Who wants to do one, a question? Oh, my I will. I'm so nervous. Brittany. Okay. I'll go. So <laughs> the first thing that you teach us when we become a buds is you have us weigh, measure, and then ditch the scale. Yes. What's the importance of ditching the scale? Oh, Good question. Okay, I can do this. (laughs) The importance of ditching the scale is that you trust me and trust the plan. You don't trust the scale because when we trust the scale, it's going to make you mad. And if it doesn't do what you want it to do, are you going to quit? Because if you are, then you're not in it for the long haul. Um, And I, I just find that it is much better for us to ditch the scale. Is that a good answer? Yeah, Yeah, I think so. Okay, good. Next. Uh-oh. So my, my question is, why is taking the time to prep so important for staying on plan? And what are some of your favorite prepping tips? Okay, so it's most important to, to prep because our lives are insane. And if we have things prepared, and Liz is the queen of this, like I would love to see her little freezer like in real life, (laughs) heading on up there one day. Um, But when you have those things and your life happens, because it's going to happen, you're ready. You have stuff. Um, We have time and time again, all of us have gotten in a pinch. And if you can open up that freezer, even if it's even if it's frozen THM cookies, Like I can walk in my freeze. I can open that up and get that and go. And I'm okay. Um, I can survive until the next fueling when I get back home or I'm going to sit down and have a meal, whatever. But um, that is what is most important. And also for busy moms, working women, all of that, I highly recommend having an S and an E breakfast made over the weekend or whenever ready to go for every day. Because breakfast is like one of the hardest things I see with clients. And so if you already have it done, like a nine by 13 breakfast casserole or my stars, y'all need to make those mini quiches from Trim Healthy Future. 
Oh my word. And did who has made those? They're so good. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I cannot even explain. And I don't get that excited about a lot. <laughs> but they are incredible. Incredible. So those are probably happening tomorrow sometime because I do have time to, to cook. I will not have time Friday. I'm very sad about that. But um, other things that I really love to have ready to go are the ginger apple cider vinegar ice cubes. I, I don't think I've posted about that publicly except for my Amazon post I've been doing <laughs> today, yesterday. Um, so DGMS is something that I don't do very often because I don't like getting all that mess out and I don't want to get my measuring spoons out. And, so I got ice cube trays or I've used candy molds, the silicone ones, and I'll do a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar and half a teaspoon of ginger juice so that it, with two ice cubes, I have my apple cider vinegar amount and my ginger juice amount enough for one. Does that make sense? And so once they're frozen, I just put them into a Ziploc bag and they're in my freezer and they're ready to go. And so that's one of the, my favorite things that I've had ready. And then just simply knowing that I have my freshies bought and ready to eat, because y'all know I don't cut them up. That has been a funny thing. You're uh, yeah, I mean, they're like, you the whole thing. I'm like, I do sometimes, I think. <laughs> my mama, even the other day, she we were talking about it. And I was like, I, I just eat the whole thing. Like, I don't even cut it up she was like it just lays on your plate and you just eat it I went yeah she was like huh I said it saves time I'll have time to cut stuff up <laughs> thank you Liz good question I thought of you today because I found really little cucumbers like the size of your finger like really yeah. tiny yeah. there were like 10 in a bag and I said that's perfect for Amy yes I probably eat two of those yes <laughs> <laughs> what's some of your favorite meals like your go-to meals for sure, tacos. I'm going to use Gwen's Nest taco seasoning. One of my one-on-ones just asked for that link. Gwen's Nest has the best seasoning, bulk seasoning recipes. You just put it all together in a jar and you're, you got it for a long time. I, of course, use our ground venison or, ch or chicken um, and just do that up. I like to add like a bag of the onion pepper blend frozen to that, kind of like a fajita situation. And that's fuel pull. And um, I can make S or E or keep it fuel pull, which I'm not going to do. I don't do many meal meals fuel pull. Honestly, it doesn't make, it doesn't bring me joy. <laughs> um, other favorite meals. I love, of course, crispy salmon siesta is my favorite. Trim Healthy Cookbook, page 80. Y'all probably all know that. Those mini quiches are top on the list. I love the Mexican papaya sister smoothie. Um, I don't even open the cookbook anymore. I just make, I actually had it for supper tonight. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm go with those. Oh, my turkey sandwich. I love her. I love her. <laughs> I can go. Why do I need to eat every three to four hours? And what if I'm not hungry um, when it is time? You know what I'm gonna say. I don't care if you're hungry or not, you need a fuel. <laughs> um, so that really hurts some Bud's feelings, I think. Bless them. But it's true. And if you want to lose weight, you have to get your metabolism revved up. And if you're not fueling your body, it's not going to burn your fat because it's going to be scared you're not, you're going to starve it, like you're not fueling it. So you have to eat every three to four hours. So my recommendation is to fuel within an hour of waking up and then fuel every three to four hours throughout the day and you're good to go. Is it okay to have, 
Yeah. Is it okay to have a trimmy first thing in the morning and then wait a little while before you meet? <laughs> Bonnie, you know, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. It is permissible, but it is not beneficial for very many okay. to do that. I really believe that women's bodies are ready to burn. And I have seen a lot of clients actually had a one-on-one -on -one tell me today, she changed that and she lost four pounds. Wow. wow. So I think it was a twofold thing. I think that she was, her body was ready to burn. So she was having an S or an E first thing with the coffee, with the trimmy coffee. But she also was not fueling at say at 7 a.m. and then fueling again at 8.30. I just think there's a disconnect there. And um, I'm seeing a big pattern as many of y'all know. <laughs> yeah, good question though. Teresa? So there's a lot of THM information out there. It can be very overwhelming. What are your top three things for beginners? The top three things you should do to begin? Like just to start um, mm -hmm. doing THM? I think you just need to start learning what macro or fuel category foods go with. So avocados are fat. Yes, they are also a non-starchy, but I'd, I'd put those in the fat category. Chicken breast, boneless, skinless chicken breast, that's a fuel pool. You can put that anywhere. Um, you know, learn what non-starchy veggies are. Leafy green, most anything that's green can go anywhere too. And the next thing I would say is to take that knowledge from those fuel categories of fat, carb, and protein and begin to make your meals work for you. So if you're coming into this from the standard American diet and you're going to do crossovers where you have fat and carb in a meal, okay, fine. But I never did that. And it, it's, um, it's becoming more common that buds are having a lot of crossovers. Do y'all, I'm gonna ask y'all that. Did y'all, when y'all came into THM, I never, did y'all do that? Scared of crossovers. Oh, no, I no crossovers. I'm still kind of scared of crossovers. It's very, it's very interesting um, to me. But anyway, so I, I just did S&E. And when I came in, I just, I just did from the cookbook. But that got old quick and I quit. And so that's where my tip or my, honestly, my motto <laughs> of you do not have to make everything that goes in your mouth does not have to come out of the cookbook because it was birthed from because I, I wanted to quit. I couldn't do it anymore. And that's nobody's fault, but um, I just had to dig in and learn the fuels of the food. And then the, I guess the last thing would be have breakfast, lunch, a snack and supper. Okay. So um, I'm going to ask this question only because it was one of the things that was most intimidating to me when I first got started is um, what are your tips for staying on plan when you travel? Mm -hmm. Plan for sure. Um, if you are a collagen, coffee, hot tea person, you need to get those vital proteins packets um, or you put your, whatever your collagen is in that baby formula container or a Ziploc bag. I don't care what you do. Um, but you need to make sure you got that because anytime where I don't care where you are, you can find a cup for a hot tea or a coffee to put that in and you can have some protein because that timing is important even when you're on vacation. <laughs> um, you need to decide, am I going to go off plan? Or am I going to stay on plan? Otherwise, it's going to be a rushed emotional decision and you're probably going to have an avalanche of bad decisions. I've, I've seen that happen many times. But if you haven't already decided, 
that you're going to do such and such. That's what you're going to do. So I really think keeping promises to yourself, even on vacation, is important as well. And many of us have traveled and been 100% on plan. So I just encourage you guys that it is doable because we do it all the time. And grocery delivery and pickup is wonderful when you're on vacation. <laughs> yeah. So what is a non-scale victory and why are they so important to our journey? Oh, non-scale victories are victories that are not associated with the scale, which I try to focus on, as y'all know, every Friday in group coaching for as long as I can remember are non-scale victory days. Um, and many of you, I'm sure, know it's coming and you're like, what am I going to put? <laughs> And sometimes it's hard to find something. And when you're, Brittany went through a really long stall, but she was faithful. I, I know probably not every Friday you posted something, but I still think you still were there and could find some things. So it may be, um, I met my water goal or I made a new recipe or I, um, a lot of them are finding they're moving a notch on their watch band, you know, um, tightening that thing up. One of my clients, we, she has one of these, um, the permanent bracelets, and she had to have it shortened. They had to unpermanent it, as Knox said. <laughs> he said that the other day. It's permanent. Can you unpermanent it? <laughs> like, that's not a word. That hurt. It's making my hurt. But they clipped it and shortened it for her. That's a non scale victory. Um, compl compliments from coworkers, you know making the choice that during teacher appreciation week, you walk by the teacher lounge. You do not go in, <laughs> you know, those kind of things, non-scale victories for sure. Mm -hmm. What are some tips for staying on plan seven days a week, not going off plan on the weekend? <clears throat> oh yeah. So the weekend is just another day. It's not special. And, um, you know, you're still, I'm still Amy on Saturday and Sunday or Friday. Some people say Friday at three is the weekend, you know, whatever. but um, I'm still Amy. I'm still a trim, healthy mama all weekend. And that does not change for me. Has it always been that way? No. Did I suffer the consequences? Yes. Um, and ever since I've been able to keep that promise and like stay on that path, it's been so, it's been so helpful to my body, you know, and if I went out, just say I did go off plan on Friday night and it was um, really starchy things, unhealthy carbs, sugary, whatever, an alcoholic drink with a lot of sugar or something. Saturday, still my weekend is going to be terrible because I'm going to feel bad, you know, and even even clients of mine that I've seen that have just been on plan for maybe a week or two and they do that, they still feel those effects. And so I just feel like it's not worth it. And so. Um, Y'all heard me say, doing hard, you've done hard things your whole life. You can still do that. And the more weekends in a row that you stay on plan, the easier it's going to get. Mm -hmm. How do you navigate family that's not necessarily um, helping your journey mm -hmm. or that's not on plan? Mm -hmm. I, I haven't really had that um, come up personally. Um, I do, <clears throat> I do have a couple of family members that have made comments about me and my vegetables or whatever. Um, I made a point to not take it personally, 
because it, it is what it is. It's they don't understand, and that's okay. Um, but I've I've always felt like I've been a supported a hundred percent. We're with Wes's parents and his sister and her family often. And I was just sharing, y'all remember we went to that cabin during Thanksgiving week and I made an completely on-planned Thanksgiving at the in the kitchen at the cabin. And after the meal was over, I told Wes's dad, I said, do you know that was a sugar-free, gluten-free Thanksgiving lunch? Because we have Thanksgiving lunch. He was like, what? He was like, well, it was good, you know? <laughs> so it's so doable. And, um, you know, I teach that in a holiday group specifically because it is it's I think it's just encouraging to know that it is doable and you can do it but when you do run into things like that I just think if you could just speak with them and explain you know I'm just doing this for my health you don't have to say I have to separate fats and carbs and I need to have a non-starchy because coach Amy had said so and I need to make sure that I don't fuel every hour I mean you know you don't have to go into all that you can just say I'm choosing to eat healthier food so that my body can be healthier. Can you believe I got to, you know, reduce the amount of my blood pressure pill or I'm not on this medicine anymore and I'm going to keep doing it because I feel good. Easy. Or you can say my coach said I can't eat that. Y'all can blame <laughs> it on me. I don't care. That's fine. <laughs> but I just, just encourage you um, to speak with family members, you know, and some of them are not going to understand. And if you already know they ain't going to budge, they're not going to understand, they're going to get their feelings hurt. Sometimes it's better to maybe fuel on the way. So have you your sandwich on the way or a smoothie in a cup? Nobody has to know it's in your cup. Um, and then maybe a small portion of the off-plan meal just to keep the peace. I think that's okay too. So I'll go. Um, what are some tips for fueling your body pre and post workouts? Oh, look at you asking all that. My muscle girl over there. <laughs> so for me, I have to wake up at 5 a.m. to be at my CrossFit class at 530 a.m. I am not waking up any earlier to fuel. But if I were, because I do have to wait an hour because of my thyroid medicine. So by the time I get done with CrossFit, I can have whatever I want. You know, it's fine. Um, but if I were to work out, say, at 10 a.m., I would wake up probably at 6 when I normally would wake up, take my pill. I would fuel at 7, and I would probably have an E because you would want to use those carbs to nourish your adrenals and give you the energy for that workout. And when I would get home from that workout, whether what I do now or this, you know, example, um, I would have a post-workout recovery for what I do. So if you're just taking a 10-minute walk around your yard, I don't know that it's necessary to be concerned about an E before and a post-workout recovery way shake, <laughs> you know. But if you're doing an extra, even if it's um, the work-ins or if you're going to a class, CrossFit like me, if you're training, if you're running a couple miles, something like that, it is important to you know, love on your muscles because we're wanting to build lean muscle. It's very important. And so the easiest thing to do is to have a whey protein shake. And I, what I do, I do a scoop of that chocolate whey with either water or nut milk. I go in between. I cannot tell you which one I do the most of. And I don't know why I choose them, but I do. It's a little bit of eight ounces. I chug it. I go get cleaned up or I have my S meal 
then. And I don't do the recovery, but it's animal protein that you're wanting. Hint, like if you're doing creamy dreamy, that's not going to help you with your muscle recovery. Mm -hmm. You got okay? Who's next? Tell me about um, inflammation and how THM can help with that. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm a living, breathing testament to that. Um, I just found a picture from, um, I believe it was a, the fall festival eight years ago, maybe, and had my chicken on a stick. Very excited. And I'm all sitting like this, trying to look as thin as possible. Made my boobs look even bigger. But <laughs> what I noticed when I did the comparison with my bold peanut picture was my hands and my face. Oh my goodness. I told, I text Jennifer and I'm like, look at my hands. Like they were puffy. And even um, one of my client's daughters, she hired me for her mom. She commented on it, my butterfly dress picture, bless it. But um, she was like, uh, cause she's seen me via uh, FaceTime and Zoom and things like that. And she said, I can even tell, uh, cause I haven't seen you in a while that the inflammation has decreased even in your face in the last six to nine months. And I do chalk that up to a supplement that I'm using for my gut called Total Restore by Dr. Gundry. It's on my Amazon storefront. And also um, trying to incorporate more quinoa and adaptogens. And my go-to adaptogens are leafy greens and berries. See, it doesn't have to be hard. Um, and I will say that my goal of a gallon of water, sometimes a singing canary or DGMS is included in that, um, a day has really made a lot of difference in my body. Yep. So since so, you mentioned water, how much water should we be drinking a day? Half your body weight in ounces. Pure water, I like to see at least 50 ounces, but more would make me even prouder and happier and pass out gold stars. <laughs> So how would you describe your THM style and how has that changed from when you first started? Good question. My style is the Amy way. I don't even know. I don't know. <laughs> Everybody has their own way, you know, um, and spending time with you guys, like I know your way, you know my way, and they're all different. They're similar because even interviewing clients, I'm like, oh, you're such a good coach, Amy client, like, you know, but they don't do everything that I do. So I think my way is I'm organized because I have a plan, but it's okay if I deviate from it a little bit because I'm still going to be on plan. Um, and then I also like to challenge myself. Having, having been doing this for six years almost, things can get <laughs> a little stagnant with, with foods and things. And so, um, and also habits. So that's why I love my 100 strong so much is because at the most difficult time of year, I'm challenging myself to do really hard things. And I think it really empowers me to be even better for the next year. At least that's the way I feel about it. And so I think, um, you know, having that plan, but it's okay if it doesn't all, if I don't make all the recipes on my menu. Um, I shared that with somebody, say I was going to make power skillet and that has like 92,000 zucchinis in it. Well, if I don't make power skillet, I have zucchini for the next week with my eggs for breakfast. No big deal. You know, most of the recipes that I use are not going to have these random strange ingredients that I can only use for that recipe, you know. 
sometimes it happens that way, but not very, not very often. So I do like having that plan in place. And then I grocery shop off of the ingredients for those recipes or meals. You know, if I'm doing boneless burgers, you know, that's what I'm going to do grocery shop for. And then also having, you know, keeping things fresh, I think. Um, randomly, you know, in Southern support, I'll pop up, let's do a GGMS challenge every day just to kind of get back into that for a second, you know, or okra challenge or a salad a day or something. Um, and that's just me not wanting to be stagnant in my journey. Um, but I also, I have, I have rules for myself, but I also have grace as well. And I think that's really important. Um, I don't know that I could be 100% on plan for the entire year. Last 100 days, sure. I'll, I'll push myself to do that because I'm a chocolate chip Christmas cookie girl. Like, and how many daggum Christmas events do we have? I mean, I probably will go to 12. And if I have a, if I have a cookie at this one, why shouldn't I have one? You know, and so I can see myself, you know, doing, not making good choices. And so that's one of the main reasons I do this. Y'all think it's for y'all. It's really for me. <laughs> I'm letting y'all in on my secret today, but um, it's just, it's just a really good thing for me to have that. And I also, the personal choice thing is very hot topic and I don't do them very often, um, but I do have places for them. And being active is very important too. Mm -hmm. How it's changed, you asked me that. Sorry, let me finish that one. How it's changed. So when I started THM, I was very frustrated because I did not understand how I was supposed to eat that much food in a day. Like, I'm like, how, what? Why do you want me to eat this often? <laughs> I don't understand. And so I really just had to take a step back, take a breath, and realize it was just breakfast, lunch, and dinner and an afternoon snack. You know, can I eat or fuel more than that? Yes. But for me, that's simple. And so really simplifying it, it's just changed. It's been a progression, you know. Um, I've also reduced dairy a lot, you know. My, one of, one of the videos that a lot of people found me through was my um, crustless pizza, which is full of cheese. And then, you know, a year later, I'm promoting a dairy-free pizza skillet because, Cheese is not something I do much of anymore. And so that has changed. And that goes back to the inflammation that I think Teresa asked about is I reduced dairy. And goat cheese is like, I've, I've never had that before until like the last maybe six, eight months ago. And now like it's on my grocery order every week. <laughs> what are some tips for easing into the plan and not getting overwhelmed? Mm, yeah. I really think um, back to that same thing is just trying to learn what fuel category the foods go into and take it, if, if you're not familiar with that already, just take it one meal at a time. You know, a lot of people go to breakfast, but Talon, I don't know if y'all remember that podcast, she, she was like, I hated breakfast. I wasn't going to start there. I'm not eating it. <laughs> So she started with lunch or dinner or whatever. And, you know, just getting the, and dinner might be easy for more, more ladies because you've got those great family style recipes that you can make that are similar to normal food, if you will. Um, and so I think I learned the most through the recipes and the ingredients in the cookbooks, you know. Um, and so I just think take it baby steps. You know, a ladder, you know, the rings, rungs, whatever on a ladder are a certain amount, you know, apart from each other on purpose. They're not 
where you could barely reach, they're they're done well. Steps on a on a staircase are done well. And I think taking those small steps, they're just going to keep getting you closer and closer to your goal. And I think that's what's most important. And it doesn't matter how fast you get there. If you could only pick one special ingredient, which one would it be? What do y'all think I'm going to say? Collagen. Collagen. Yep. Faux show. <laughs> Yes. Um, I don't know that I could live without collagen. <laughs> and that is something that I've had almost every day for six years, because when I started, a friend gifted me with some collagen. Um, and I don't think it was THMs, but then an, a later down the road, because I didn't buy stuff for a while, somebody else gave me some THM to use. And so I've had it almost every day somehow. Yep. You too. <laughs> yep. One of my buds um, the other night asked me what I did to look as young as I do for my age. And I was like, I, all I can say is THM and collagen, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I seriously thought you were like 25 oh, when I so first started sweet. working with you. <laughs> you're so sweet. Uh, one lady, she told me, she's, it was a one-on-one. -on -one. She goes, I'm gonna have to be honest. I did not want to work with you because you were 20. <laughs> She said, and then I saw, and I never messaged you. She's like, I never messaged you because you were 20. <laughs> and she said, then one day I posted something with my eight, maybe it was my birthday, you know, 39 or 40 or whatever. And um, she was like, oh, and she said, and then I was like, why didn't I message her before? And then she remembered it was because I was 20. But anyway, not funny. <laughs> Crap me up. Oh, um, I would like to ask you a question about stalling, um, because inevitably, I feel like in your journey, everybody's going to stall at some point. So, um, and I know that this may be different for every person, but what are your maybe general top tips for if you're in a stall and when does a stall actually start becoming not a stall, but a problem? Okay. So I really think that what you need to do if you're stalled is look at whatever, some, there's something that you're doing every day that is not working for you. And so some people, it's that coffee that you only have an, uh, that collagen and then an hour and a half later, a fueling, S or E. Um, that's very common. Sometimes they're over-exercising. Sometimes they're over-fueling or under-fueling. Sometimes they're not having enough protein. Sometimes they need to have a crossover or two to rev things up. Sometimes they need to eliminate. They're having too many crossovers, you know? And so it's different for everybody. And some people just need to keep going because their body's tired of losing weight right there. And you just keep on plan. And the next thing you know, boop, 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 it's going on down. And that's what I've seen the most. Um, but you can always do things to rev things, things up. You can increase your water. You can have more deep S and light S and less cream cheese. <laughs> um, you can have more veggies. You can have GGMS, which helps with digestion, which that may be your issue. Maybe you're like, oh yeah, I was on antibiotics. My gut's wrecked. I need to go love on it a second. Different things like that. Maybe it could even be sleep, you know? Good question. 
So what are the advantages to having a coach, either group coaching or one-on-one? Why don't you answer that? <laughs> you know, I don't want to answer that. No, because it's you get to answer the question. Oh. <laughs> okay. So I, I never had a coach. Okay. I did have close friends and we were learning together. Um, but from where I sit, the advantage of having a coach is I don't want to say that I have it all figured out, but I know a lot and I've researched a lot and it's kind of like a case study every day because of the, the amount of people that I've helped and the stories that I know, you know, like each of you, I, I, I can use what you've gone through. I know it. I know what y'all have gone through. And if that comes up with somebody else, I can help them with that. And so, you know, I had a close family member talking about their blood sugar and I'm like, yeah. And I'm blah, blah, blah. And they're like, how do you know that? I'm like, it's what I do. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> that's what I do all the time. And so that's interesting. And I've had conversations, uh, you know, about hormones and I'm like, oh, blah, blah. And they're looking at me like I'm crazy. And I'm like, it's what I do. Um, and so I, I love that the vast knowledge, do I know everything? No. Can I find it out? Yes. Um, I had a client today asking about how to increase her milk supply. And I'm like, okay, these two things I know for sure, but the rest of it's over here on this thing. Let me read about it and I'll message you back. And I had her answer in 10 minutes, you know, um, I'm going to do whatever I can to help whoever, but they have to ask. So my request, if you're going to do coaching with me or whoever, especially group, because one-on-one -on -one, the, the coach is in your face. You know, whether you, unless you don't answer, of course, but that's crazy on you because you just spent a ton of money. You need to answer the call. But group coaching, it's a little cheaper, right? Sometimes it definitely is a sacrifice for somebody financially, but you have to participate in that. And I tell my buds coming in, look, this is not a fun Tupperware party. This is a class. We're going to have fun, but it's a class and, and it's your job to learn. I'm showing up. I've got everything preloaded. It's right there for you. You take some time every night. You know what? Y'all scroll Facebook and Reels. Take a time out for 20 minutes every night. <laughs> do your homework and then go back to scrolling your Reels, whatever you want to do. Puffy heart mine when you get to it, you know, whatever. Kind of a joke. But I've uh, got to lighten, got to lighten the, the, the finger waving over there. But, you know, I just really think it's, it's just an incredible opportunity to take six weeks, especially with buds, and focus on yourself. <clears throat> But that is so hard for women. It is so hard, but it is so worth it. And I just commend all of y'all. I mean, my stars, month after month, you keep paying me. God love your hearts. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, apparently I do a pretty good job because I mean, look, it's just, and you know, I get messages from Liz that make me want to ball my eyes out in between client calls today. <laughs> it was so precious. Just if nobody's told you today, you're doing a great job and I love you, you know. I mean, I could not ask for a better job. And so I'm somebody and other coaches too, we love our job and we want to help women. And that's the whole point. Yep. Did I answer that okay? You did. <laughs> okay. Bonnie, do you have any questions for me? Just, okay. <laughs> so explain why, like in the beginning, how it's really hard when you're you know, you're supposed to have so many protein, so much carbs, so much fat. And a lot of people get really confused about that part. And it's not worth, you know, counting this. How, how can you figure out if, you know, like how much protein's in something? Sure. 
So typically with meat, a handful is going to be what you need for your meal. A handful of meat, no matter what kind it is, is going to be enough protein for whatever you're having. Protein powders, it's magically written on that label. So just read it. Just learn to read your labels. Did y'all see there's a funny meme? I think that's what it's called. Meme? Yes. And it said, I'm the girl that's late to everything. So at the grocery store reading all the labels and putting the packages back. Cracked me up. I'm like, that is so me. So me. Um, and so we've just got to learn to read those labels. If you see sugar on there, you put it back. And there's a lot of other things too. If it's if it's more than five grams of fat and more than 10 grams of carb, I put it back because it's a crossover. I don't want it. Except for those Mary's crackers. I did get those. But, you know, that's a little joke. But I think, you know, with e-meals, you know, if you're going to make an oatmeal, we, we add a little bit of fat, a teaspoon of fat to that. And that can be a, a little sprinkle of pecans or a little teaspoon of coconut oil. And then if we're going to have an S breakfast, like with eggs, we use oil to cook those. We put a non-starchy veggie because that's the right thing to do. You can have a breakfast meat, but we don't put bread and we don't put carby fruits. We can have some berries. And so just taking it one meal at a time and um, food knowledge will get you a long way with THM. And just listening, I have a perk of buds and blooms. I have a food list <laughs> and it says how much of things can go in what fuel, you know, that's another perk of coaching to go there is that somebody can teach you that and you don't have to figure out on your own. You're saving time. You're spending some money, but you're going to save time. I wish that I'd had a coach. They didn't have coaches when I first started. Yes. Yeah, so and you do get plenty of information, plenty of sheets for everybody to look at mm -hmm. and to follow. Yeah. Thank you. Did that answer your question? Yes, it did. Okay. Who else? I have another one. Okay. How, like, when you reach goal weight, like what you feel is your goal weight at that time, then you stay there for a little while and then you start to obsess, like, maybe should I lose a little more? Doing THM, if you do not do a crossover, will you constantly be losing weight or will your body figure out where your body should be? Right. Good question. Not necessarily because y'all know I don't do very many crossovers. Um, and I'm happy at my size. My weight fluctuates. Oh, y'all would all just be so frustrated. That's something I chuckle, you know, when a one-on-one -on -one or she'll say, I gained 0.2 pounds. And I'm like, I gained two. I mean, well, it's fine. <laughs> If we're women, we fluctuate. Uh, the water in our body changes. I make a joke, you know, the tree blew a leaf off and we gained two pounds. I mean, you know, it just, it's just the atmosphere. It's um, maybe I had uh, Mexican the night before and there was MSG and I, you know, got swollen on the inside. Maybe I haven't gone potty right in a couple of days, you know. I mean, those with cycles, you've got inflammation, but I really think it's important to maybe not label a weight, but a size. So if you've got these, you know, maybe you have a um, your comparison pants or something. If those pants get a little tight, you might need to tighten up on your fuelings maybe. Um, you know, me at goal weight, I do not mind having a crossover every now and then. Um, I had one yesterday for lunch and it was absolutely wonderful. They served me my tropical fajitas and half of a pineapple. It was darling. <laughs> and I loved it. 
Um, if I think if I wouldn't have gotten cheese, it would have been very close to an E, maybe a little bit, a little bit over. But, um, you know, I, I think it's okay to do that because you've worked hard to get where you are. And crossovers are yummy and enjoyable. But um, I don't know that at goal weight, you need to have a crossover every day. You know, everyone's different. Your metabolism might be really high and you can handle that. Other people can't. Um, so, you know, it's just different. But I think it's important to just have, make sure you've got a good perspective about it. You said obsessed, you know, thinking about it all the time. That's not necessarily healthy. When we're thinking about, um, you know, obsessing over something, there's usually a little issue there. And so we just got to have a little, you know, little one-on-one -on -one talk with ourselves or talk with a trusted friend or something and kind of make a plan for what that mm -hmm. needs to be. But, you know, maybe track your meals, get on eight app, kind of see what it is you're doing and go from there. Yep, because my weight fluctuates like crazy. Anybody else? What um, Trim Healthy Mama treats do your kids love? So not 100% on plan, but they love the Lily's milk covered caramels. And it makes me very mad when they sneak them. <laughs> very mad indeed. <laughs> but they do love those. Um, gosh. I can't really think of anything 100% on plan that all of them love. The, they do like the crossover things that I'll make from time to time, like the um, apple crumble or blueberry things I make for Wes, like they'll like that. Um, I'm trying, y'all know I don't make a lot of desserts. Um, they love the overnight cinnamon squares. They'll eat that, like I won't have any left and I'm mad at everybody. For sure, that is one that they do love. They do love the overnight cinnamon squares. They all make on plan shakes, always. If they, they are, any of them are making a shake, it's on plan for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say that's it. Oh, and they love my gum. I do not like, this is that, um, the pure, this is the bubble gum, gross. Oh, I don't want it, I want cinnamon. But the boys, every day after school, they come in and get a piece of gum. And my girls, they like the mint ones and they have those. So I would, I will say they all like the, the gum, which makes me happy that they're having that. It's much better for them. Good question. Which one is your favorite cookbook? Oh man, Trim Healthy Future. Yeah, mine too. Why? Because I, <laughs> I love Rashida. No, I do. <laughs> Um, y'all, I need her to have that baby so she can write that next cookbook. <laughs> um, but it's, I think it's just a fresh perspective and things I've never thought about. And those overnights really changed my life. Mini quiche. It's amazing. I already talked about that. Greek soup, um, baked spaghetti, eggplant parm. I could go on and on. Um, the air fried section. Oh my golly. Um, that air fried apple. Whoo. That's some good stuff. And then her sippers, being able to prep a half or a whole gallon sipper in my refrigerator and just pour out of it. Whew, if I can cook or prep once and use it all week, I'm, I'm done. That's, yes, sign me up for that. So, yeah, 
That's why. There we go. I figured it out. <laughs> Anything else, girls? We've been talking for 45 minutes. That's crazy. <clears throat> Any last questions? What do people need to know about me? They probably know. I don't hold much back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything else. You don't have anything else? Okay. All right. Well, thank y'all so much. This was great. I have another one um, scheduled in a couple weeks. I don't know when it'll come out, like air or whatever, but I haven't got that far. <laughs> but thank y'all so much for doing this. And thank y'all for trusting me for so long with your journey. Like, it really means a lot to me. And realizing, Mercy, Bonnie and I, we didn't even realize until we finished recording her podcast um, that she had been with me that long. I think I'm that it's very fast. Yes, I think Gina McIntosh is a little longer than you because she started in June of 2020 with cooking with Coach Amy. Oh. Um, <clears throat> yes, I did that. That was during COVID summer and everybody was bored. And I told Wes, I said, I'm going to do a cooking class for two weeks. And he went, OK. And then the next thing I know, boom. <laughs> and I had seven, y'all, I had seven kids at my house because my, my five and my brother's two girls were here often. Um, and I just figured it out. <laughs> and the next thing I know, I'm separating into buds and blooms and here we are now. And it's just been a wonderful, wonderful ride. Overwhelming some days, lots of tears, but, um, so worth it, especially all of you guys that have just like my, my life is so rich because of all y'all for sure. Yep. Well, y thank you so much for everything that you do for us. It is my pleasure for sure. I need y'all to come to my I house. Agree. I need to give y'all hugs. What, Liz? <laughs> no, I was going to say, I, I agree. Thank you for everything because I, I certainly wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for you. So You're so welcome. So, I love you and I appreciate you <laughs> and all of my new THM friends that I met through your community. It's, mm -hmm. um, it really is just amazing and incredible. And I, I just, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for all of you. Thank you. Brittany, was it you that talked about um, recently something about the community I had built or something? Was yes. that you that posted that? Mm -hmm. When I read that, I was like, I did build that. Like <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know if it's like an out-of-body experience or something, but I mean, I know that I created the group, but you know, but it's, it's but it's more than a group. It's more yeah, than a group. it's a family. Mm -hmm. It's a family. Yeah. And if you are part of that, if you're a part of my community of past and present clients, I call them VIPs, get active in that thing. There's 710. And I think I talk to the same 30 every day. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, come on. Can y'all believe I have 710 people in a group wow. that's done coaching? And uh, Wes and I did the numbers not so long ago. There's actually been a thousand people at least go through one of my coaching programs, a thousand. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know where that 300, where, why they aren't in my community. Maybe they didn't like me enough. That's okay. Not everybody's cup of tea. And guess what? I am okay with that. <laughs> but it is, thank you. When, you. when I read that, thank you, Brittany, because that really made me realize and reflect and um, thank God for the opportunity. It's, it's incredible. 
I'm kind of speechless when it comes to all that. Well, you work really hard. Thank you. Mama Bonnie. <laughs> yeah, I guess I am. Yeah, you is. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> hey, she's taking me to Aruba one day, y'all. She's my, she's my girl. She's like, guess you want to be my daughter? Don't tell my mama, but sure. <laughs> we could do a retreat in Aruba. There you we go. It. There we go. I'm in. I'm not doing that. That would be nice. Plan it. Let me know what it is. <laughs> Jennifer and I are going to Orlando with the girls. They're dancing at um, what you think? What's it called? Universal. And um, I said, I want to fly, but I don't want to deal with booking the airplane tickets and all that. She went, Oh, I can do that. So she actually did it last night. I was like, just tell me how much I owe. <laughs> um, I was like, oh, I don't want to do that. Anyway. <laughs> all right. Anything else, y'all? Thank y'all again. Y'all want to say bye? Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye. Y'all have an awesome week. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, hit subscribe or follow on your favorite podcast listening app. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye, y'all.